welcome to the Ace and Blub podcast. I am your host, Noah, a.k.a. Blub. And I am your co-host, Josh, a.k.a. Ace. And welcome to our first episode entitled Origin Stories. Yeah, this is this is a little this is a little different. I feel like for both of us, because we're, I don't know if we would say we're getting out of like our comfort zone, but I guess we kind of are with doing this whole like podcast thing. And obviously, eventually, like we don't know how it's gonna be going forward, but like we are gonna be a little bit public to a little people, and probably like some of our friends who are like, "Hey, come check us out, guys." We're like, we're doing a podcast now. Well, yeah, most definitely. I've never done anything podcast related, so. Definitely a new experience, but I'm actually pretty excited to jump into it. Yeah, for sure. I've I'm really um I'm excited to kind of see how it goes cuz yeah, I've I've always wanted to do a podcast, but like like we've talked about in a little bit in the past, like it's a little different kind of like doing this like sitting down for an hour just for like I feel like by yourself and you have to like read through like a list and you can't just like I don't know, just shoot the shit with somebody else and just talk with them and not have to like feel like this is like very like scripted kind of just like a very chill and laid back kind of chat well that's i think that's our whole thing we're trying to trying to uh, capture with this podcast is we want it to be real chill and laid back and just kind of talking about a little bit of everything yeah yeah for sure no uh how's uh how about life man has how do you think life's been going for the both of us i guess for now for like slowly we're like eventually getting into like uh adult and life stuff now with like both us eventually being like i guess we'll just say 18 soon but yeah <laughs> um it's i gotta say for me i mean it's going pretty good i never really got to go out to like parties and do stuff with a lot of my friends growing up and this year i was you know allowed to start doing stuff like that so i'm having a lot of fun going out doing things of course with my mask um yep. you know don't spread covid yeah um, protocol stuff no, i'm doing pretty good i mean and because of everything that's happened i mean that's how i met you you know yeah for sure i mean i know we'll probably get into that a little bit later but like with our introductions but yeah no it's that's good man that's good to hear i know it's I feel like nowadays, like, ever since COVID, obviously, like, it kind of sucks with, like, you hardly get to see a lot of your friends or, like, even if, like, going outside every now and then, like, it just feels like nobody's outside. And maybe it's different for others. I know for me, it's, like, I'm living in, like, this small town, so I go outside and I see, like, like maybe, like, 10, 15 people just driving by or something going to work or, like, going to the store, but then it's, like, it almost feels like a ghost town, like, when you walk outside. It's pretty it's pretty crazy spooky man kind of reminds me of uh, movies you know oh yeah that's i don't know like they they always have like a phrase in my town of like if our mill gets shut down it's literally gonna be a ghost town so <laughs> it's already slowly starting to to happen hey, dude you could shoot a horror movie then dude yeah Hopefully. we could we get like the whole like aesthetics and the vibes i guess because it'd just be complete silence silence maybe you film it early enough and it's snowing kind of foggy maybe yeah 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 for sure creepy man for sure so i do i do kind of want to get a little bit into the topics but for for our for our first listeners out there um this is yeah this is episode one we're we're still like 
slowly trying to figure this out, but like we're, I think we'll eventually get this whole hang of it, like a couple podcasts down the road and we'll just get this whole feel of just kind of like a relaxed, just laid back podcast of just two dudes shooting the shit, talking, talking to each other, just about what's going on with each other or life or media stuff. Most definitely, man. It's and like, yeah, like he, he stated, you know, we're kind of new to it, so it might be shaky these first few episodes, but we'll get the hang of it, and hopefully, we can be um very nice, chill podcast for you guys. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, I actually recently got into podcasts like at the beginning of this year, and I don't, I don't know if like podcasts are really a thing that kind of helped me like get through school, but I could like almost like throw on a podcast like a two or three hour one or something or i'd listen to like a couple and i'd sit there like do work or whatever or just like relax and for some reason it was just like i don't know if it was something soothing or just really nice to just kind of like hear like two people or maybe like a couple of people just talk about like what's been going around or like what's going on like the internet or just life in general most definitely i i just i got into podcast um i want to say midway through last year I was taking Crime and Justice, and we were listening to this murder podcast, and it was actually pretty cool. They were, um, she talked about, you know, her investigation and where she had gone with it. I, I don't really remember the name, so sorry for any of you that, you know, may have wanted to check it out, but it was, it was actually really interesting, really cool, um, and like you said, yeah, just, she put it on, got to do some work to it, um, of course, it being about a murder didn't exactly make it relaxing, but it was <laughs> yeah. still you know, a cool thing to have. Yeah, I bet. That's, they, I don't know, just something about, like, just someone over, like, some, like, stereo microphone or even just, like, like, the latest one I've listened to from, like, two people who recorded just obviously through phones or whatever, like, it, you, they made it work, like, it's not like it's a struggle, just, it is, I feel like it's, it's either, like, stressful or people just, like, when you talk about, like, hey, you want to do a podcast together or, like, try to get someone, like, on as a guest, like, they just don't really know, like, what they're like allowed to say or like like what they're going to talk about for like mainly like the main hour about them because you know obviously they would be a guest or something and just topics in general I guess like to talk about because sometimes maybe we just go on and on and like we won't even talk about a topic I feel like that that might eventually happen because like we'd start to know each other more and we'd just be like oh shit you know we probably should talk about so and so like we did record it, like, write it down in our list, but, yeah. Right. Well, and then, for all our listeners, you know, this is, um, we kind of just threw ourselves into it, you know? Obviously, we read, you know, what to do. We have a few topics to talk about, but we kind of just threw ourselves into it because experience, at least for me, is the best way to, to do something, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. I, uh, I agree with that. It's, it's something that I, I feel like, yeah, like, what like he said it's just kind of like you just go right into it and just say like you know just take a dive or whatever take that leap of faith you you can just kind of test the waters almost and kind of just see how it goes and like maybe maybe it was good like maybe at the end of this hour we'd look at it and we go holy shit like that was fucking awesome like i could almost go back and listen to it or some shit like uh, yeah right yeah, dude, just be like, whoa, those, those people talking were so cool. I'm going to listen to these podcasts every day, you know? <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure, man. So I guess I guess we can get into our topics a little bit here. So 
while I while I look around a little bit on my on my end, what have uh what have you been thinking about the new consoles? Because that's kind of I guess like this big deal that happened uh last week. I want to say it was like last Thursday or Wednesday. All these new consoles, the PS5, the Xbox One S, releasing. Honestly, um, me just being a creature of habit, I've grown up on Xbox, so of course I'm looking at the the new Xbox. Um, my, my purchase it, but I just got an Xbox One, so, I mean, it works just fine. I don't need to get rid of it anytime soon. But, uh, when I was comparing the, um, what was it, statistics of the two things and their processors and their resolutions and yeah. stuff like that, I didn't really see much of a big difference. They both kind of have the same thing. To me, I guess it's kind of more of a preference and, you know, game exclusives to your console, but I didn't... I didn't sure. really see many differences. Yeah, uh, I've browsed a little bit, I guess, on my end for, like, I've, I've watched some videos with, like, latest releases and obviously exclusives, but, like, I also looked into something at the moment where, like, so Sony released their the, the latest PS5 and then Xbox released their Xbox One S, but, like, the Xbox One S has <laughs> no exclusives on it at the moment or, like, in the future from what they've planned. Maybe they do eventually, but, like, right now, I think PS5 is kind of, like, beating them in this, like, I guess still, like, battle of people probably, like, Xbox One versus, like, PS4 or something, like, um, like, the PlayStation 5 already has a couple exclusives that have come with it to show off, like, the, the ability of the console and kind of how it, like, can run, like, all these, like, load times that people have been saying a lot with, like, faster load times, um, I don't know. It just kind of like seemed like that was the only thing that I, they were kind of getting at, though, for these new consoles. Like, the only thing I would only hear about is like newer load times, like much faster. <laughs> and it's just like they would hook up an SSD to all the consoles now, and it almost makes it like to feel like they're on like this whole new scale with like PC level of components and all that. So. I don't know. I, yeah, I think well, I'm the same on my end. I feel I feel like they focus a lot on um, on the loading times because you you look at the people who are buying this. You know, of course, you you have some adults buying it, but it's mainly um, teens and you know probably a few younger kids. Yeah. Um, and of course, everything they're gonna want, they're gonna want it faster. They're gonna want it at a a nice a nicer picture. You know, stuff like that. So I feel like it was smart of them to kind of go after the faster you know loading times, but for someone like me, I don't really mind waiting for um, a game to load in, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm still pretty sure, you know, GTA Online is going to load in just as slow. So if they fix that, hey, that might be a deal breaker for me. I, I might have to buy me um, an Xbox One. Yeah, Series X. for sure. I mean, the, uh, the latest thing that I saw about, like, even with, like, GTA, I guess, just to get a little bit off, um, is, like, they... I'm not sure if you saw it, but they had a trailer for, like, the new gen consoles. And they haven't even, like, said anything about, like, a new GTA 6 at the moment. So, they went ahead and released GTA 5 again for the third time for these newer consoles. So, I mean, I haven't looked into any videos, so I really can't, like, sit down and, like, do all these statistics and, like, proof and evidence to, like, oh, this is what it is or something. Like, it's so bad on these older ones, but, like... At the moment, I haven't really seen anything that's, like, been making people, like, so shocked about, like, 
GTA 5 on like the PS5 or the Xbox One S. Right. Well, and I mean to release it again, eh, I, I guess I mean it, it can bring them you know some more money just because people are gonna go after like I said you know the faster loading times, the nicer pictures, um, and just you know the overall shock factor of you know what it's like when you know you get a present from Christmas. Yeah. You open it, and it could be something absolutely terrible. But yeah. if you've wanted it for long enough, and, you know, they wrap it all nice, you open it, you're like, oh, wow, you know, this is amazing. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that's kind of what they're doing because, like, well, like I stated, they're kind of the same thing. And to release GTA again, it's just kind of using the hype of the new consoles to release a game that's already been out for so long. Hmm. Don't get me wrong, the game's pretty fun. I'm actually, I'm actually really pleased with the way it's, you know, held up for what was it been like seven years five years i don't know i think it's been like almost but, um, 10 years but yeah that's that's still a very long time for like a game to like stay forward and kind of like keep up with like content and i know they weren't very consistent with content but they still had like this like very wide and like large player base and just variety of like on the scale of all consoles right and to this day they still bring in new players and i just know when those new consoles come out, like I said, it's going to be so hyped that people are going to have to buy it, you know? Yeah. So it was a smart decision when you kind of look at it from a, um, I don't want to sound like geeky, but a psychological aspect, you know, you hype someone up, uh, um, hype someone up enough, they're, they're going to do what you want or they're going to be excited about whatever it is. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't see myself looking into the PS5 anytime soon at the moment because obviously... I have this PC that I recently picked up, and then I have my PS4 still. So, I guess when it comes to, like, newer consoles, maybe later down the road, like, you'd see me be like, oh, yeah, we got this new console. But, like, at the moment, I, I can, I'm more okay with just sitting back and relaxing, playing, like, the games I currently have. And it's not like they're stopping with, like, releasing uh, games on PS4 and all this, but, like... I, I, I just hope they don't take, like, a twist or whatever to where, like, they're going to make the performance so much better than what it is on, like, say, like, the current gen with PS4 and Xbox One. Like, as long as they don't make a turn with that and they keep the games kind of balanced and everything kind of still runs the same, then I think I'll be okay with just running with my PS4 at the moment. Yeah, because you can you, you saw a really big... Um, um, there was no balance... When the Xbox One and the PS4 first came out, you you looked at a comparison of say Call of Duty Zombies, and I think it was like Black Ops Three that came out around that same time with the new consoles. Yeah. You would look at the last gen version of a cutscene, and then the next gen, and oh my gosh, dude, it <laughs> you know it, it looked so bad, it almost looked like when it was raining, say on Shadows of Evil, it was like yeah. a stop motion picture yeah. on the Xbox 360. I remember so I, that honestly. Yeah, so I, I really hope, like you said, they don't they don't do that again. But if they do do it, then that's what's gonna draw even more attention to this new console. So I wouldn't count it out, but hopefully, you know, for the sake of everyone that you know may not be able to purchase that console, right? They don't do it again. Yeah, and I mean, I remember, I remember, like you said, with like Black Ops Three when that was coming out with these newer consoles, like. I was one of those guys who got Black Ops 3 on my Xbox 360, thinking, like, to them, though, it's like, I feel like they would just release the Black Ops 3 and all that with those newer consoles, because it's coming out almost, like, similar within the same week of the new consoles, 
they're pushing it more towards like the PS4, the Xbox One, but like they still made a version of it on like PS3 and Xbox 360. And and, like you said though, like from Xbox 360 to PS4 for me, like obviously it's a big change, but like in the comparison, like you're obviously leaning towards like that next gen, like the PS4, Xbox, and you're like, dude, this is what is going on on our, like it almost made you feel like you're playing at like 10 FPS or something on like 360 for like COD. And it's like, I don't even feel like this is COD almost anymore. Cause like, yeah, you like... see how like stuff would run on like, like the older ones. So like Black Ops 2 is probably like a prime MW2, the Modern Warfare series. Like those ran probably like super smooth on my old 360. But like, just, they just did some like one thing I feel like to like mess up almost the entire game to go on like backwards compatibility or something. It made it seem so worse. Right. Well, and you look at, um, you know, say for Black Ops 2, I bought it again after four years of not playing it. I bought it again on my Xbox One, and the last time I had played it was on 360. I'm looking at the graphics, I was like, yeah, there's no there's no difference between this. It, it still holds up pretty nice. I mean, of course, you look at a game, maybe Red Dead Redemption 2 with those graphics and compare it to Black Ops 2, it's oh, like, yeah. oh, oh, man, that's disgusting. But, I mean... For me, I'm not a big resolution guy either. It, <laughs> of course, when you compare it, yeah, you can see how bad it really is. But I, I yeah. still feel like Black Ops 2 graphics hold up pretty well to this day. Oh, yeah. Same with Modern Warfare. I'm 100% with that. And, I mean, obviously, there you might get some twists and turns on that with, like, people saying, yeah, maybe not. But, like, I could probably still go back if I had my 360 or even on PC if I bought it, like, and I could compare it to other games that I have on, like, that came out either this year or last year. And I'm like, Black Ops 2 is, like, they're they're killing it with, like, the graphics back then. Because, like, it's almost better than current, like, games that, like, big uh, game companies or studios are releasing. And you're like, they did, like, one good thing with this game and they just kept it forever. And I mean, obviously now it's like you go back and maybe you, you run into a lot of, like, modded lobbies and all that. But, like... Like you said, they held up with it back then and still to this day, it's almost like it's still kind of like you could almost just chill out to it. Like I probably wouldn't have any issues going back to play like BO2 Zombies on town, bro. Like that was right. probably the the prime of it to me, man. Most definitely. Now in Black Ops 2 Zombies, were you, were you a fan of Transit or were you a DLC kind of fan with the maps? Um... I guess I was kind of like, so with the DLCs and like just the original, like I kind of liked how they would do back then for like, they had like three maps, I want to say, right? For like just BO2 if you bought the game originally. They had Transit, they had Town, and then they had Farm. Now Farm was yeah. eh, I hardly played it, but I knew the map. Town was my go-to for just kind of a bland like high round map. And then Transit was obviously like the Easter egg map and like, going around but i think town's probably still my go-to like map that i i put probably the most hours into for that but like for dlc wise i played a lot of buried and origins i really liked origins a lot but oh, yeah i don't know i still I... like i still like town i guess to this day that's my first number one for high rounds um yeah out of those you know out of the first three you listed being transit town and farm 
try, you know, town, like you said, town was always the go-to for your high rounds. Yeah. Um, as far as DLCs went for me, I actually never really got into Origins. Now, I believe that's only because I never even got to put together the staffs, mainly because I never had anyone to play with. And at that age, like, I can barely make it past round 10, maybe, if I was yeah, lucky. Yeah, for sure. Um, but Mob of the Dead, that was that was my big one. That was probably the first map I ever completed a Zombies Easter Egg on. Mm-hmm. And just the whole layout of it in the, the Easter Egg, it wasn't too difficult. It was very repetitive. But yeah. I think that's what kind of threw people towards it, and especially because we didn't know later on, if for those of you who follow, you know, Call of Duty Zombies storyline, none of us knew it would be such a big deal later on you know years down the road yeah like they they Um, kept it though which is it's pretty cool though because i think mob of the dead was one of those that when it came out in bo2 correct me if i'm wrong but i don't think it was in bo3 it may have been no i think they the remake was blood of the dead on bo4 yeah yeah i i I still like that like that's also an amazing map and like you said it's it it seems yeah it it can be repetitive but like it was also one of those maps to where like I feel like almost like it was an easy like if you're like hey how to get like certain like uh the Easter eggs or like most like the parts or something like that was an easy map to kind of go to and like sit down and be like all right I kind of know all the layout of it it's kind of very like I don't want to say bland but it's it's pretty easy to kind of like learn where everything is and like you can kind of get to everything and like. I don't know, maybe a com- couple, like, 15, 20 rounds or something, you get almost everything done, but... Yeah. Yeah, for um, sure. It's actually one of the few um, maps for an Easter egg, or not just an Easter egg, but if you're playing solo, yeah. I feel like that map in particular is very easy for playing solo. Just because you get, you know, I feel like that's the starter map for a lot of people. Of course, if you ever play Black Ops 2 zombies you should definitely always do transit first just because it has a very nice aesthetic to it and maybe maybe it's just me because i'm very nostalgic about it yeah but the transit map it gets a lot of hate but as i kind of look back at it now it's a great first zombies map and then for if you ever just want to do solo i would definitely suggest mob of the dead very easy with all those afterlife um afterlifes you can accumulate mm-hmm. stuff like that you know yeah. Um. But yeah, most definitely, that was probably my favorite map from Black Ops Two. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I hundred percent agree with you though on that. That's that was one of those maps though that I could always either like chill to or be like, I could even just like I could go for high rounds on transit and I really wouldn't like worry about like all the parts and something because it was it was one of those maps though to where like you always like that was like one of your first maps that you would play. You're like, oh, let me check this out, and you're like, oh, this is doesn't seem that complicated like it was it was an okay map to learn and pretty simple but i mean for like easter egg purposes like it was something for me that i like couldn't look into because i would always have other friends or something do it so i would just right i'd be the guy to train zombies what can i say right you were just there you know for um for support (laughs) yeah for Um. sure their their lobby me or not their lobby music their um loading screen music for transit will always oh, stick with yeah, me. Oh yeah, dude. Town, Even town. I, I love town's music, bro. Even just the yeah, music dude. and just zombies when you tab into zombies, dude. 
They uh, oh, yeah. I think they did a little bit of that, like um, kind of hinting at it with the the latest game, Call of Duty Cold War, and they've done some stuff on zombies and to where like even when you're sitting in the menu before you load it in, it's got like that like old music again where you could just like almost like just it felt like so soothing I guess to to you, but right. Yeah, I don't know. Have you uh have you looked into Cold War lately? Have you seen any like new gameplay or stuff? Or I haven't looked into gameplay of it. I've seen a few. I'm just a big zombies fan. Yep. Um, I played, I played you know Black Ops one, two, and all the Modern Warfare for more of its story. But once I started getting into zombies, that's when I kind of switched over to that. Yeah. So seeing the, what Cold War had um done with zombies, I gotta be honest. I'm not really. It doesn't really capture my attention. Yeah, I think um, the fact that the zombies like drop stuff and things like that to me, it's just kind of like it's not the same zombies I know. Granted, it could be great, you know, it's something new. But for uh, someone like me, I don't really like it. Um, yeah, it's. But, I mean, that's just my opinion on it. Right. It's it is for sure a little bit different. Like I've, I've I've seen both. Uh, I I managed to play both the the beta on console when it was out just for the multiplayer, which the multiplayer was fine. I had fun a lot with that, and the zombies. It does it does kind of like. It brings me down just a little bit to kind of be like, why Why does this, like, feel like I'm almost playing, like, a looter shooter or something? Because, like, you're seeing zombies drop, like, items or stuff that you have to physically pick up, and it's not like... I don't know, it's not like the classic, but, like, I, I hope they do plan on maybe, like, eventually tuning stuff for that, or they, they have some other way. But, obviously, yeah, it is new, so there's... These guys are just coming out with new COD games every year, and they're just implementing something new to the game, so... Yeah. yeah. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but when COD games came out, it was a big deal, because they would only come out, what, like, once every... I don't remember if it's always been once a year, but back then, it felt like it was always longer. It was, like, once every two years or so, you know? Yeah, it was It was for sure back then, like, this more bigger deal, and a lot, a lot of more people, like, would hype this this game up because it was a really good series back then for for those older consoles and even like current ones like even when like they released like black ops 3 i feel like that was a probably big one that came out for obviously within the the current consoles the ps4 and xbox when those released but even like the older ones like uh call of duty 4 and like black ops 1 and black ops 2 and like modern warfare 2 like those are for sure big games that like a lot of people can still either go back on or like excuse me have good memories about yeah i think i think they suffered a huge um like because yeah it was definitely really um it was very put out there it was very word of mouth a lot of ads for it. i remember black ops 3 in specific just being very hyped up yeah and i, I believe it was because the one that had came out before that was what it was ghost I think. Uh, I think um, so. Unless it was Advanced or Infinite Warfare, but I'm not too sure. Well, in those three games, Advanced, Infinite, and Ghost, I feel like those were kind of the downfall of COD just because they handed it over to a, a different company and they played with it. Now, yeah, I for one am a fan of um, Infinite Warfare Zombies. You know what they did with the whole zombies in Spaceland and all that. I think. I think that's really cool, and that's why I never, you know, I'm not gonna count them out with Cold War because they can they can do something really nice with the zombies that has a lot of potential. Right. 
but as far as like campaign and I and multiplayer, like if you played multiplayer in advance, um, and infinite, you had all those people, you know, rocket jumping around and stuff like that, and that's what I feel like made a lot of people kind of leave those games. Yeah, it's um, it was for sure different. Like, I I probably bought I guess every COD leading up from Black Ops Two up to current gen. Besides, like, right. I never bought Modern Warfare, which was the latest one, because I got them off friends. And I I don't know. Out of those three, though, I'm going to have to go on my end and say Ghost was probably one of the three out of those that I love to play. And although, yeah, they, they didn't have zombies, they had this extinction mode with, like, the aliens. I still kind of, like, got a vibe with it, because it almost still, like, kind of, like, felt like zombies to me. But there was a lot more stuff that you would do, like... It was very, like, objective-based and, like, go do this and go do this, like, for tests or something. More or less than, like, oh, survive, buy this door, then go over here or something. And, like, it was very, like, almost every new round was, like, an objective. So it kind of just felt like you were pressured or something to go do that every every two seconds. But I don't know. I like I more or less like the multiplayer of Ghost's End versus... I, yeah. I really like them. Sorry. You're good. Um, I really liked the infected mode on Ghost. Yes. For multiplayer. Oh my god. That yes. was definitely, I think, a big a big selling point. While the storyline and campaign was kind of. Eh, yeah. For um, sure. I I was I would always catch myself playing infected on multiplayer and extinction. Yeah, I'll have to agree with you. It was it was pretty fun. I only got to play you know the first map that you get, but. I got to master that map, um, you know, and you get to put off the nuke at the very end of it and all that stuff. It was, it was very fulfilling. Like you yeah. said, very objective-based, and I think that's kind of... That kind of paved the road for the rest of Zombies, what we would see later on, you know? Because everything mm -hmm. after that was pretty story-based. Yeah, uh, that's true. Um, I don't know, like... It, it did kind of feel like... COD at that time fell off when those three games were out, like Advanced, Infinite, and Ghost, but like, obviously I still had fun playing those, and it's not like they were really a bad game, they were just kind of like at a at a point to where it's kind of like, almost like a hey stop, kind of like what are we doing, maybe we should like listen from like community standpoint, or like, maybe we just make a new turn with like these upcoming COD games, and yeah. I mean, they've for sure proven it. Like, yeah, Black Ops 3 was a... It was a big success, I want to say, when it released. Like, it was a big game that came out. I remember playing the beta, even, on PS4. So, that was exciting. Yeah. I have to agree with you there. It went, and again, it was one of those things that was just so hyped up. I feel like if you said, you know, you didn't enjoy it or you weren't really hyped about it, everyone kind of looked at you and you're like, what? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was different. Now, were there, like, any other, like, did you ever get into, like, other twists of games besides, like, the COD genre? Because I know, like, knowing us, we could probably keep going on for another 30 minutes of just talking about COD. I'll be honest. Um, aside from COD, I, I mean, I was actually... Um, at the time, I was I was very young. I was probably around you know ten or so. Um, I can't exactly remember. If you give me the year, then I can do all that. But <laughs> I, I'm gonna say around that time, I was probably like ten, maybe eleven or twelve. 
I'm going to um, say 2015. Go. No. <laughs> 2015. Let's see here. Um, no, honestly, I really, I was a big fan and very hyped about when Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare first came out. Dude, yes. It was, it, it's because I grew I'm up with um, that. general PC Plants vs. Zombies, you know? Yep, yep. I remember playing a little disc and just popping it in and playing it. I was like, whoa, it's so cool. Um, and then when they announced that they were making like a, a Call of Duty version of Plants vs Zombies, I was like, how are they gonna, how are they gonna pull this off? Yeah. Um, and they surprisingly pulled it off very well. I will definitely give props to them. Yeah, and they've for, they've, um, they've kept that genre going with like latest ones. So like they had one on both, what Xbox at the time when they first did that, and then they they went up to PS4, and then they even had another game release after this, and. Yeah, no, I, rem- I I get that, though. I remember, like, the whole, like, popping in the, like, the game disc. Like, you'd go out and buy, like, CD discs of, like, games and just put them into, like, a disc or something on your computer. It felt so weird back then, but it's, like, it was true. Like, I remember my, like, I had people, I had some people from my family who would, like, go out every now and then. Like, I'd have 20 bucks. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm going to get, like, three games. Because they were pretty cheap, though, too. They'd be, like, maybe, like, five, ten bucks. And you just right. buy them, literally just install it with, like, the disc, and then you're good to go. Like, nowadays, it obviously, like, it's, excuse me, it's a lot, like, different now because everything's very, like, online on different platforms. Right. You got kids like, what, what's a CD? What's a disc? You know? <laughs> yeah. it's It um, obviously is a different, like, genre, too, with yeah. everything. And, well, and I just remember, like, I hear the term grinding a lot on games, you know, and obviously, like, I'm not trying to sound like a like an old person, like, I don't know what it means. Obviously, I know what it means, but, like, back then, grinding meant you were playing for maybe an hour or two tops. And for me, it was Plants vs. Zombies trying to get past the, like, nighttime pool levels. Oh, yeah. And I remember just sitting there just being so frustrated. Um, yeah. And now I can go back and beat the whole game and, you know... A, not a whole day, but it would take me just a few hours to beat the whole game if I went back right now to play that. Yeah. Um, but when they released Garden Warfare, I was so hyped. And then even even, even as a time went on and they released Garden Warfare 2, I, was, I still bought it right away. I was like, wow, this is pretty fun. Because even though I had COD, I think it was so cool. Or maybe it was just a nostalgia kind of feeling. But I would still play COD and then I'd switch over to Garden Warfare 2 or 1. And I would be, it's, I would be like, it's the same game, yeah, but there's, it's a whole different feel to it. It's, it's really cool. It's fun, you know. Yeah, for and, sure. Um, I, I, uh, it, I played a lot of, I didn't play a lot, but I did play a little bit of Garden Warfare when it came out on my 360 at the time. And I, I yeah. thought, I thought like, like almost like you said, like how, how did, how could they have made like a COD version or some type of like similarity with like Planters of Zombies? And they did, they did good. They did a good job. From what I hear, like yeah. they made probably made over maybe i don't know i'm gonna just i'm gonna take a guess here and this is totally probably wrong but i feel like the first god of warfare when that came out on 360 i'm gonna say it had to have sold at least more than uh 500,000 copies Oh yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> it it attracted the very young audience, so I imagine you had the kids too who were like just pestering their parents. Like when Minecraft first came out, oh, yeah, yeah. it attracted that young audience, and I'm sure you had all the kids pestering their parents. 
Oh, mom, we gotta, we gotta go get this new game, you know? Yeah, we gotta get Minecraft, mom. Like, <laughs> yeah, mom, I need to get Minecraft. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they sold a lot more than that, but probably. I, I definitely think you're spot on there, there. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's for sure different. Obviously, like, um. I guess even with like Minecraft standpoint, I saw I saw like a thread the other day of like the year span of like when Minecraft was very popular and it was like 2012 and 2011 it was still prime, 2013 it was fading away and all the way up to like like so like 14, 15, 16, 17 and 18 no Minecraft. 19 pops around 2019 and Minecraft's popping off again for some reason with like everyone's back into it like they're hopping back in a trend you'd see like videos on youtube or like if you're over on twitch's end i can't imagine like i feel like minecraft during that year last year was like a very big thing and it felt like it was more or less near like the end of last year so we'll say like anything anywhere from like august to december until the new year like it was minecraft this minecraft that like and it's still it's still obviously like this very popular game because they've made they've expanded on it so much with like just so many different versions. Yeah, they made a they made a big comeback. That's for sure. Cause yeah, so like what you were just saying, I remember just not even hearing about Minecraft anymore. And I I used to watch a guy named Pink Noodles on yeah. YouTube. Nothing but Minecraft from that guy. And then he faded away. Yeah, it's <laughs> A lot of the a lot of the creators, it feels like almost at those times, would basically though like, end of twenty thirteen, maybe still see some beginning of maybe twenty fourteen, but it's like, for that like five year difference, almost like, it's like what happened? Like did they just? It's almost like they went like in silent or something, or just incognito for a couple of years to kind of like, see what they can do to make it like explode again, and every time though like. They still managed to come back with something new, like with this latest update that's going to be coming out next summer. I know a lot of people yeah, are hyped yeah. about that, which is going to be cool. Yeah, I remember playing. I, I've stated before to you, but I when I first played it was on PC, the original copy of it. Yeah. I remember looking for Notch, his giant head in the in the mountain or whatever. I remember oh, looking yeah. for that. Never found it. <laughs> um, you know, fun fact for you know for the listeners. I bought Minecraft about five different times just because I had siblings and cousins and stuff like that who would uh, break my disc. Mm -hmm. I'd have to go buy a new one, and I will be buying another Minecraft soon, but this time a digital copy for the <laughs> Xbox One because I want to go back to Minecraft. Um, it's Amen. been a while since I played. That's that's true. I've I've probably bought it like a couple times. I remember still going to like my local Martins and buying a disc version of Minecraft, and I still have it, which is behind me. But it's like it was like twenty bucks, and I was like, oh man, I can't wait to go home and just grind Minecraft today. And it was it was fun at that time, and I I guess I also just faded off with like maybe other games when the game wasn't as popular at the moment. With like into yeah. cards or like there was a lot more games that were being expanded and like opened up to so it was almost like and a I, new thing to try to test out and see how they are i feel like that's kind of why you know the attention got taken away is yeah because around that time is when the newer cards were starting to come out and um I'm, I'm sure there was an assassin's creed somewhere in the mix too yeah probably 
probably a couple but gears yeah, games or something <laughs> right um i'm sure you know but I, I am very glad they made a comeback with um minecraft it's it's honestly kind of a, a a nice breath to take after seeing you know fortnite being popular for what three two years yeah some i'd say probably like two years or so yeah where well, that's all you would... <laughs> they've done these big events and stuff throughout the games seasons and yeah it's it's i feel like yeah like you're about to say it's it's probably like one of the biggest things that like these so like from 2019 to 2020 like that was probably like the big thing as well during 2019 was like i guess either like those two games fortnite and minecraft right and Fortnite would obviously be like getting skyrocketed because all, you'd see all these new creators go over to Fortnite or like new people even pop up from playing Fortnite and start becoming famous. And even like they would they held like that biggest like tournament or something with just uh, the Fortnite Royale or something like it's nuts how much that game probably made and still like the company for money wise still has. Yeah. Well, and they've definitely influenced a lot of other games because it seems like every new game that comes out, there's some sort of battle pass in it. Or, um, or it's a some... battle royale. Or, yeah, a battle royale. And I mean, it kind of sucks because, you know, it, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly tired of seeing it, but it just depends on how they implement it into the game, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's I don't know. Uh, it's, I, I don't know if a lot of people have kind of just stolen or not would say stolen but have like tried like marketing their games now off of fortnite with a lot of like companies as well like they started doing like live events and concerts and bringing in like other like famous people into the game to like show them what's more outside than just fortnite as the base game like it they did some cool stuff don't get me wrong just it's i for sure fell out of the game come like after the game released, probably like a month or two after at least, I for sure fell off of playing it. Oh yeah, dude, it, and I think it, I think you said it before. After a certain season, it just wasn't the same. It yeah. didn't have the same aesthetic to it. And regardless, I mean, yeah, storylines are always cool, but I feel like if you span a storyline out over that long with not a lot of new, you know, stuff hinting towards it it kind of causes you to fall off. Yeah. Um, and a prime example of that is the whole, you know, going back to Call of Duty, you look at the zombie storyline, that has been spanned out for a number of years. Yep. Um, if you want to, you know, if you want to look at it, I guess statistically, it started with World at War Zombies because I believe that was the first, you know, first game to ever have zombies. Yeah, I want to say so. And I remember beating the game and then you see this, you know, this, um, soldier running at you that's a zombie it terrified me I was like what, what is that you know yeah. um, but because they would constantly give updates to it and because you they gave you at least a big enough mystery for people it would take time to decipher what you know Treyarch was trying to say that's what kept the fan, pay, the fan base going to it yeah they seem to but, do really well with their zombies and kind of keep people entertained with like new content on that right well, and I, I honestly, it, it's smallest changes that Fortnite could have made. I know now from what I hear, a lot of people are saying it's full of sweats, so it doesn't make the game very um, fun to play or you can't really enjoy it. 
Um, yeah, I hear sure. that they're 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 like running out of ideas, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's the bottom line. Yeah, I feel like it's eventually going to get to that to where they're slowly, excuse me, they're slowly starting to kind of like get this drop, I guess, to where like less and less players are starting to play their games and it's eventually either going to die or it's going to stay at like one of those like low tier games that either people may fall back on or just slowly just start losing a player base. I know like other games have like risen now, but. I don't know. It's it's for sure changed. Um, I'm thinking we do a little switcheroo though, and we get into some intros for both of us though. How we a we'll 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 start with uh, how we kind of started to talk with each other a lot more, and like our introduction to a we'll say like a Twitch community. I don't know what I would really call like this this giant group. We'll just say like this Twitch community at the moment. The way I got into this community. I was just scrolling through Twitch one night, um, really bored. Most nights I am bored. I'm laying here in my bed. I'm scrolling through Twitch looking for, for some streamers. So I come across this girl in a pirate costume. And she, she goes by Ratso Fats on Twitch. Very cool. You should probably check her out. But I come across this girl in a pirate costume, and I'm like, this is interesting. It's it's a little different from what you usually see in um yeah, Twitch. It, it for sure it for sure was a little different. Um, but I thought it was cool. I was like, hey, I mean, it, it's October, you know. Um, so of course, you know, some people dressing up, and I was like, all right, cool, let's let's check it out. And I, I just hop into her stream, and I'm greeted right away by a bunch of different people. Very, just a very chill, laid back vibe with the stream, and I'm like, all right, this is pretty cool. And I think she was playing uh, Bioshock. Either, yeah. yeah, and then she switched over to, to something else. But I just, I really fell in love with the vibe. I was like, every other streamer I joined, um, you know, even if they were smaller streamers, they wouldn't acknowledge the fact of uh, someone else coming in or something. Yeah, it was, or it's, it's very different for the, the feedback you get, right? As a, we'll just say as a viewer, going into both smaller versus um, larger streamers streams and it's it's nice obviously like to kind of get that feedback almost from the streamer even if like you just say hey or like how's how's it going or something and they just give you a little like remark of like oh it's going good like just that feedback kind of like shows you that like not all we'll say streamers are corrupt i don't want to say that we'll say they're not all bad but um it's it's for sure like a starting point but like I feel like nowadays, like, when you go into, like, a larger person stream, like, and you, like, say, like, you try to, like, say hi or something to the streamer or even to, like, some of the community, maybe some of the mods recognize you, but, like, I feel like it's very rare that, like, excuse me, that another, like, that the streamer would recognize the person. Yeah, well, and it's understandable, you know, if, if you're hopping into a large lobby with a thousand people or so watching, I get it, the streamer's not gonna, you know, maybe not see your comment or acknowledge you unless you have some sort of donation going on yeah um for sure but it, it's still nice to always at least be greeted by the community too you know yeah it's um, not always and that was, you're good continue that, that was one of the big things that i just really it, it struck me and i was like wow um her community is just very welcoming you know they're very, they're very cool um and yeah, we just started sure. hitting it off people in the community um me and the streamer ourselves and that's kind of how i got into this community 
yeah, it was it was for sure a different take um, on my end for getting in. Somehow I slouched in through another streamer and they introduced me to to rats and then I've kind of just stuck around. Obviously, just because, like you said, it's I get that chill vibe as well to it. Um, it's it's very laid back. I feel like as well to where like you're not really it's nothing like stressful or like too much that they're they're asking of like their viewers or something. It's very like. I like the I like the aesthetic of just kind of like just going with the flow or you're just kind of just you're just gaming or you're just chatting or on whatever mode and it's it's never like hectic I will for say like in either chats or something like I know we've had a, in one of her streams or a couple like where they've they've hyped up like uh, a certain event or something that was going to be happening but like they don't seem to really go like over a limit, so everyone seems to be pretty, pretty profane and pretty nice and very chill and laid back, which is nice. It's kind of just like the thing to where like, and at the moment like where she's like streaming and all this, like from the times like at that time like, ten nine thirty like you just kind of want to relax, you know. You don't really want to like put too much like pressure or something like, or go into something very heavy. You just kind of like very laid back and just like either want to just watch enjoy or. Maybe just chill out to something casual or whatever. And with with her streams, it's very it's very laid back and kind of like you're able to just chill out too, you know. Yeah, most definitely. The other thing I really love about her is she's not constantly looking for donations or tips. She's not like one of those streamers that are like, "Hey guys, if I get this many donations, I'm gonna do this for you." You know, of course she has a sub goal and stuff, but. She's not constantly nitpicking at her her subscribers or followers yeah, to for donate. Sure. Yeah, I I do I I like that too about that with um the recognition like it's not too she's not like too like uh, I don't want to say nitpicky I'm not I can't really find the words that I'm looking for but it's it's nice though like you said to kind of just find that um that one or two streamer who just they don't ask for too much. They just ask for you to just literally watch and follow them. Like, cause that's all they really would want. Like instead of just, Hey, sub to me or something, or Hey, like donate like $20 to me, please. Like they're just begging stuff. Like it's, it's very relaxing to kind of just sit back and like a lot. You notice though, there's, there's a lot of generous people though out in the internet who maybe will just give up a dollar or a couple bucks and be very nice to that. And, I think as long as you don't take it too too far, or like you don't go above and beyond with like trying to like um, go over a limit, I think I think you'll be fine. Like it's it's just a very good tone and good vibe for for the streams, which is nice. Yeah, for for our, um for our viewers or listeners, my bad. I highly suggest you check her out on Twitch. Ratso Fats, very cool, very awesome stream. Um, like what or Noah said, very chill, very chill, very laid back. Yeah. Very funny too. Oh yeah. Especially on game nights. She has these game nights. You get to if you know if you're if you've been a viewer for a while, you get to join and play games with her, and um, <laughs> those can always go. It's very it's fun. yeah. For sure, those Jackbox games are for sure one of the funs. Even like, even if I'm just sometimes sitting in chat or like other people are sitting in chat, like I feel like you still get that laugh or two every now and then because you'll see something that happens in game or on stream. Yeah. 
right, just a, right. it's just a nice vibe, I guess. I guess I'll I'll lead into a little bit other because we we're we're looking up at the fifty four minute mark. Um, I'll lead All into right. another little thing of kind of just how we uh slowly started talking with each other a lot more. For some reason, like we just. I, I do have a tendency as well when it comes to meeting new people. Like sometimes you click with sometimes some yeah sometimes you don't. And I think obviously when we met through the this Twitch community, like we did click. Like when we played Among Us together in a couple of games. Like ever since then, we would just talk every now and then on like offline shit, just playing like Rocket League or something, just to chill out too. And we could kind of get like the same vibe off each other. And I think where we're at at the moment we kind of both get know this experience because we're both like i've already graduated but i've come out of high school and ace slowly coming out of high school and then i graduate eventually like we're both kind of like at that like level of like age wise and like current stuff with life to where we're not really too far apart from each other you know yeah we're, we're very similar yeah we still kind of have that similar because just the whole teenager shit and all that Oh, fun stuff and the old, old jokes and stuff, but it helps to come from the same generation like us because we pretty much grew up with the same things, just being a year apart. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, it's obviously much different when you like compare like someone from like who's eighteen versus like someone who's like living in their own house, having a well-stable job, like a car and all this, like. It's it's much 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 different, but it is nice to just kind of be on that same level with someone else and kind of just be like shit, dude. Like last night or something, <laughs> like just talk about some shit with your friends. Right. Well, and because we came together through a community, it's that's the reason you guys are hearing this whole podcast right now is because we talked to each other a little bit on Rocket League, and I think it was Noah who brought up a podcast, and I was like, you know, I've always wanted to do a podcast, but I ain't, I don't want to do it alone. Yeah, and Noah said pretty much the same thing, and then he was like, "Hey, you want to do a podcast together?" I was like, "Hey, sure, let's do it." You know, and yeah. I'm I'm actually excited about it. I'm I'm excited to see where it goes, and yeah, for sure. Honestly, we talk about. I'm I'm game with that as well. Like I've, like like we said, like it's it's exciting to kind of just sit back and relax every like maybe like week or even two weeks or so and just kind of like see what's been going on with either like some news or like what we've been up to and just some stories and i know like for future podcasts we've we have talked a little bit with like some guest appearances eventually and maybe like i i'm excited to kind of just like a said see what the future holds for this podcast and maybe it's something we take a turn on maybe we go down 10 episodes and we just stop it but it's 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 a kind of like a trial and error you know you just kind of see with dipping your toes in the water you kind of just see how it feels maybe you like it maybe you don't and i think so far we've we've gotten good vibes off each other and uh we i think we can see more future episodes in the future of this podcast Oh yeah, definitely. Especially with bringing in guests, I know those will probably be some pretty fun podcasts to to record. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm excited to either I'm excited to just sit down and record it and probably hear it once again in the future. Just yeah, I did that. <laughs> like I I did some podcast with a guest episode. It's like something like I guess kind of I don't know. Just doing a podcast would be something on like a bucket list or something for me. But like. 
it's it's for sure cool to just kind of just sit down, I feel like, and just see what's been going on with news and the internet or just how life's been for both of us. Yeah, man. Especially because we don't really even know each other that well, so it's kind of cool just to kind of get to know each other, too. Yeah, we're starting to we're slowly starting to learn a lot more about each other and kind of just the the vibe the aesthetics of just we just somehow like click or vibe with this random person you meet on the internet and you're like, well, shit, like let's just do a podcast or some shit. When I brought that yeah. up, like it's pretty cool. Now we're not promoting to talk to strangers. All right, that yeah. is not what we're trying to say here. <laughs> All we're saying um, is COVID probably brought a lot of new friendships together through online. Yeah. Trying to look <laughs> at it from, you know, from a bright side, a, a nice point of view. Yeah, for sure. What do you, what do you think you maybe see in the future though for like this podcast? So like, do you think maybe later down the road, a couple of years, you'd see us doing like, I don't know if we'd ever want to eventually dabble into like, you know, I'm not sure if you watch some podcasts where like they sit down and do, they do both the video and the audio recording of it. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, depending on, on where this goes and what kind of, you know, I don't want to say fan base, but what kind of people we attract and depending on how much attention this gets, I can definitely see us doing that somewhere down the road. Yeah, for sure. It's, something up there it's obviously like way up in the air but i'm not sure like obviously later down the road i can i can imagine if like we do this like weeks or like weekly or like we figure out like schedules and stuff to where like oh let's bump out a new fucking episode uh, a week or like every two weeks or something and still kind of keep everybody know that we're still kind of doing this and we haven't dropped it or forgot about it but Right, we're definitely not just gonna give up on it, guys. <laughs> no, That's yeah, we the... we plan on uh, keeping this going for a little bit, but every new week we'll either I feel like we can in- introduce either with like new topics, obviously, and something new. I'll be for I'll be sure to <laughs> keep down in my notes eventually. But now, yeah, no, we we have though, like we've blown through almost all of our topics. So we've only had like three topics to talk about, but like. Besides that, like, our major part was just talking about, like, uh, games we played growing up, which is a lot of the CODs, though. Like, we both seem to have that in general in the same similarities of, like, we both kind of just still grew up similar similar age as well as, like, we got to play the same almost like CODs at the same time when they would release or something. Yeah. It's And to be honest, I there was a point in this podcast... I'm gonna be honest. I kind of forgot we were even doing a podcast. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think talking. it's I think it's better once like we get more in the future. We'll almost be able to just talk for an hour easily, and then throw yeah, in some well, of the ending stuff. And you're like, shit, we were actually recording. Like, yeah, I I totally forgot we were recording. Um, I didn't even feel like it was an hour. I just thought I was talking. Like like I said, another day on Rocket League because this is pretty much what we do. <laughs> Yeah, we just um, usually, it's basically just this, but we're playing Rocket League every now and then, or other games. Right. Yeah. You know what, I guess we could just end it here. Alright guys, and for all you guys listening out, we really appreciate it. Uh, this will be the wrap to episode one of the Ace and Blood podcast. 
Uh, it's been fun, like, doing this. I think uh, we, we obviously, like we said, we talked about it. We plan on doing more in the future and more to come and eventually with some guests. But uh, feel free to come on. Check us out over on, like, Spotify and stuff, man. Maybe we'll eventually start pushing our stuff to even, like, Apple TV and other other uh, podcast uh, applications or sites so we uh we're excited to eventually start hearing feedback from you guys and maybe even start adding some mother uh segments maybe in the podcast eventually hopefully we can even podcast with you guys if that's what you would like yeah for sure i'm uh i'm totally game with talking with the homies 